Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, your home for the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and all things supernatural. I am one half of your hosting duo, Dan Martson, and I am just down from the crossroads where Robert Johnson made his infamous deal with the devil. I am joined, as always, by one of BT's founding fathers, Mr. Lee Errett. Lee? Dan, how are you doing today? And for that matter, how are all of our Beyonders doing today? I'm coming to you from the Haunted Barn Studios, as always, in the Bell Witch's backyard. And today we are doing our April Freeform episode, Dan. Yes. Dude, we had a big April, Lee. Huge. 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 Um, all right, enough, enough, enough. You We've just, we've just driven away all the listeners. I know, um, like half of our <laughs> listener base is like, fuck this. Yeah, no. Um, but guys, we really did have a big April. We did a whole hunt for the Skinwalker series, um, based off a documentary and a book by Cole McKelleher and George Knapp, and then. We got into a little roundtable debate with two great podcasters, uh, David Flora and Chris Cogswell. And uh, I just I just checked the numbers, Lee, on our poll. Um, right now, we are neck and neck, your interdimensional explanation and mine. So, guys, if you haven't checked that out, go listen to the show. Then go to our Facebook page. There's a link to a poll there. Let us know what you think is going on at Skinwalker Ranch. Also, guys, if you feel so inclined, if you go do a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts or for that matter, any podcasting platform that will allow you to give us a review. Yeah, guys. So essentially, we're going to do a comment contest. So if you go to that uh, link on our Facebook page, that post with the poll, just comment in it that you voted. Tell us what you think is going on. Um, and you'll be entered in to win a fourth-hand media swag bag. We got t-shirts, we got coffee cups, we got stickers, we got all kinds of cool stuff from us, blurry photos, a bunch of great shows, uh, the Mad Scientist podcast. I love, I'm going to get me a Mad Scientist coffee cup, because that just is cool. I, I love the co- <laughs> I really do want one of those. <laughs> So, so all kinds of cool stuff, guys. Um, and then, like Lee's saying, if you post a screenshot with your review, we'll give you bonus entries for every star you give us in the ratings. So please go on there. Uh, ratings, reviews, comments, whatever. We want to hear from you. So we are blowing up the interaction on our Facebook page. Go hit us up. All right, Dan. Speaking of interaction, we have another way for our listeners to interact with us. How, do you know what that is? No, I have no idea what you're talking Dan, about. Dan, it's <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? Shout out to our new Patreon supporters, Lee. 
Yes, we have one as of right now. His name is John Jolly, and I want to give him a personal thank you. He signed up with or with me right in the room, asked me about my podcast, um, has been listening to it for a little while, and then learned about us having Patreon and immediately went there and signed up. Um, this young kid, I, I love the kid, he's great, and uh, I'm just excited to have another person on board um, to help us financially support the podcast. Guys, we have um, tiers ranging from $1 to $5. You can be a part of helping us grow and maintain this show because it's never free um, by by donating as little as a dollar a month. And you get special perks from that. Yeah, guys. Um, and Lee and I are recording bonus stories, all kinds of cool little content for you. And you know what? I think maybe people would have a better understanding of what we're talking about if we gave them a little taste, Lee. Just a little something, something. Just a little bit? Yeah, you know what? Just a little bit, just to see how it feels. You know, just a, just a small amount. <laughs> Roll the clip, Lee. Hello, Beyonders. Welcome to the second Beyond Short for Patreon subscribers. I'm Lee. I'm coming to you, as always, from the Haunted Barn Studios in the Bell Witch's backyard. And today I've got a story for you about the Russian sleep experiment. So without any further ado, let's get into the story. In the late 1940s, the Soviet Union was looking for a way to give their soldiers a combat edge. During the events of World War II, the Allies had stimulants that gave their soldiers a helping hand to stay alert for longer periods of time than sleep alone. The Nazis had their own version that was more akin to meth than the Americans, and it seemed to be more dangerous to the user, but it also showed even greater prowess in its ability to keep the user awake for long periods of time. The Soviets needed something stronger than the Nazis, but safer than the Americans. And they thought they had it. So they decided to do some tests. They offered five prisoners a chance at freedom if they could stay awake for 15 days in a specially designed gas chamber fitted with microphones and a porthole as well as other monitoring systems. Little did the prisoners know that there was never going to be any freedom. And for that matter, they would have been better off to die in prison than to help out with this experiment. Days one through five, the men seemed to be in good spirits, conversing with one another and generally enjoying the chance at a new life in just a few short weeks. Days six through eight, things begin to take a darker turn. The men begin to show signs of paranoia and delusions. They begin to turn on each other and whisper into the microphones in the belief that the others in the room are conspiring against them. They all lose their sense of companionship they had just a few days ago. Days 9 through 11, one prisoner begins to scream continuously, running up and down the length of the room. The others seemingly had no reaction to this. Hours passed with no end to the screaming. 
Eventually, another prisoner joins the screaming man. At this time, the others use pages from a book and their own feces to obscure the view of researchers. Days 12 through 14. The screaming suddenly stops, and researchers begin to worry about the screaming men and call through the intercom to check. They are met with only one single response saying, We no longer want to be free. The researchers decide to wait the final few days, citing that the oxygen levels in the, in the room seem to show that five men are still alive and breathing. Day 15. The researchers announce the experiment is over. They turn down the gas and begin to open the door. When they get inside, they see a gruesome sight. Only four men are left alive. There's four inches of blood and other fluids on the floor. All surviving men have their internal organs laying outside of their bodies. They have evidence of cannibalism on their wounds and are screaming, no, begging to be put back onto the gas. What's worse is that these injuries seem to be self-inflicted. That's right. Have you ever heard of auto-cannibalism? It's totally a thing. You can Google it, but I suggest not for your own sanity. The men fought the soldiers sent in to take them to receive medical attention, killing one and injuring another. In the attempts to rescue the men, two of the four died on the operating table moments after anesthesia was applied. The other two were left conscious during the surgery. A nurse noted that one of the men stared at her, seemingly in glee, while the other laughed through the entire procedure. Doctors did what they could for the two remaining men. As the men began to suffer more and more from withdrawal symptoms, there was only one thing left. To acquiesce the pleas, no, the begs, from the men and put them back into the gas. Once put back on the gas, EKGs showed the men began to improve. For a short time. But suddenly, they flatline and succumb to the sweet throes of death. This is an amazing story, and it's filled with terror and strangeness. But that's all it is. The Russian sleep experiment is a creepypasta that's been around since at least 2013. While it's not a true story, it is a fun one. It would be a great story to tell around the campfire, or to tell on a cool, dark night, locked up in quarantine. Thank you for listening to Beyond Short, and don't forget to always keep your eyes out there, Beyond Terrestrial. guys um that was uh our second patreon bonus episode um they are little short clips um at the one dollar level you're guaranteed two clips a month and at the two sorry at the next level up from that that moves up to four clips a month so um guys it is a great way to help support us help help us like drive this uh it's really not free and we're not begging for money 
We're just asking um, if you guys feel like throwing us a little love. Um, maybe throw us a little monetary love, please. Yeah, man. And, um, you know, Lee and I are content to run this thing into the ground, right? <laughs> we, we absolutely are. We absolutely are. But the more uh, but... operating capital we have, the more we can do and the more we can run this thing into the ground. Yes, yes. And we've been trying to do cool stuff. If you like uh, the roundtable and stuff that we did with David and Chris, we've got more on the way. We're always trying to do more. Um, you know, maybe maybe some live shows might be coming in the future. We've been talking about all kinds of cool stuff. So if you guys um, pitch in a little bit uh, where we don't have to worry about, you know, keeping the website up and all our hosting fees and those sorts of things, it'll make it a lot easier for us to do cool stuff. Absolutely. And I think that that's the bottom line right there. The more we the more help we can get on this, the the better we can make the show overall, the better perks you get as a listener on the Patreon side and on the regular side. Um, yeah. And as little as one dollar a month can help us out. We're just like those. Uh, you know what? I, I don't want to talk about Ethiopian kids, but <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, Lee, the longer I stay at home, the more I look like one of those. Uh, poor bedraggled children. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. I know it's rough. So that's let's uh, move on, Lee, because people get it. They get it. Um, yep, so, absolutely. Um, well, we are we are doing all kinds of cool stuff, Lee, and um, let's. I guess let's move on to the, your story. Is that okay. what we want to talk about? We want to talk about yeah. that Patreon story. Let's talk a little bit more in depth about that Patreon story. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hello, Beyonders. This is Dan dropping in like an interdimensional Bigfoot to tell you all about our comment contest. That's right. If you've been listening to our Hunt for the Skinwalker series, you know that Lee and I have two very different ideas about what could be happening at Skinwalker Ranch. Please go vote in our Facebook poll and leave a comment, and one lucky Beyonder will win a fourth-hand media swag bag. T-shirts, stickers, coffee cups, we got it all. And bonus points, if you post a screenshot of your review of Beyond Terrestrial, you will be given an extra entry for every star you give us in a rating. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back with more Beyond Terrestrial. Um, so you guys just heard it. Dan's listened to it as well, and so have I. I mean, well, I told it, so <laughs> there's that. So, Lee, um, this little creepypasta has been around for a while, and I remember when it was making the rounds on Facebook with, like, this ghoulish image of a person whose, like, lips were gone, and, um, mm -hmm. like, that stuff was crazy, man. Um, and what's even crazier is this story has kind of become ingrained as an urban legend um, to the point where some people take it as fact. Yeah. And that that's one thing that I noticed. A lot of people do take it as a fact. Um, and we want to be very clear. It is not a fact. It is a creepypasta created by somebody on the interwebs. 
Um, and the earliest iteration of that I was able to find is right around uh, 2013. I mentioned that in the show. Uh, well, there's a few problems with the the story overall. While it's grounded in some reality, um, they were giving our soldiers stimulants. Um, ours and Nazi sh- soldiers were getting stimulants during World War II. Um, and those stimulants had some pretty major side effects. Uh, but not to the point where they were eating themselves. Uh, am I yeah. right, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. You guys, you see all these uh, pill commercials on TV nowadays, right? Not one of them has ever listed auto cannibalism as a potential side effect. Um, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Reptiva, the new adrenochrome supplement, right? Ooh. Side effects may include anal leakage and auto cannibalism. Those are the only two options, too. There's one you get one of those side effects no matter what, and you get either anal leakage or autobacannibalism. So, like insomnia, uh, thoughts of suicide, (laughs) um, depression, uh, nausea, thoughts of of murderous suicide, like just thoughts. Yeah, uh, anal leakage, of course. Uh, <laughs> Never forget anal leak. We move. We move your nose leak from your nose to your butt. Do not. Do not operate heavy machinery while you're taking Reptiva. Do, exactly. I'm, w- trademark that Reptiva. Reptiva. And it's gonna have a beautiful little dun, commercial. Dun, dun. And and the reptilians are gonna use it to harvest your adrenochrome. Well, I was thinking instead of ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an anti-anxiety medication that really just gives you more anxiety um, yeah, to the re- produce the <laughs> more adrenochrome. And it and it binds to your adrenochrome. And then when you uh, use the bathroom, the reptilians who run all this waste treatment plants can harvest it. Ooh, it's like, yeah. Ooh. Dan, I think you're onto something there, man. Dude, that's a sweet new creepypasta too, right? Like, there we go. <laughs> All in all, I, I absolutely love the story. It is such a fun little um, thing. And at, at first listen, it sounds legit. And then you get towards the end where it starts to get a little bit crazy, right? Um, yeah. I can imagine in the Soviet Union a test like that occurring. Um, I can also imagine that about day four, they just open the doors and everybody's asleep or dead from whatever chemical they were ingesting, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh god what's that what's that old bit in in soviet union in mother russia experiments (laughs) do you if he dies he dies you mean ivan drago rocky (laughs) four if he dies he dies i love it so good i love it oh dude um you know what thank goodness for rocky um, otherwise, the Cold War could have gone on for years and years. You know, Stallone won the Cold War in Rocky IV. I, I think that's true. Absolutely. No, that's, that is a fact. <laughs> so, wow. That's, that's really good. And then the Soviets would have gone on with these sleep experiments for who knows how long. Thank goodness. It, exactly. Stallone. Wow. 
Oh man, we still owe, we owe we owe Sly a debt of gratitude. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no the the story is absolutely nutty uh, when you get to the end because it sounds so plausible at first, right? Um, but then it just goes off the rails. Um, the the weird even... thing is there's like human experiment stories that are kind of like this. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you hear of the uh, Tuskegee syphilis study. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Stanford prison study. A classic. There was Um, a Japanese study that they were studying on Chinese people um, during World War Two. And they were just awful. Like it was just Mm -hmm. awful. See, and and I can even ride Dr. uh, Joseph Mengele. Oh, yep. In, Ooh, in the yeah. European theater. Yeah. Yep. Nasty stuff, man. Um, I, but I can even ride the wave. I, I can ride that wave of craziness on that story. Like right up to where the guy's like screaming and they smear shit all over the window. Right. Mm-hmm. That I can ride that. I can ride that up to that point. I, uh, you know, it's getting a little mm-hmm. bit weird. Oh, how'd they keep these people awake for um, nine days straight? Um, but okay. And then the guy screaming, okay, but that's where it starts to go straight, starts to go off the rails for me, right? Yeah. Well, and um, it's weird because, like, it doesn't, in the story, it say they put, like, microphones in the room and stuff? Yes. You know, if this was in the 40s or 50s, they could have just used television cameras. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, on a closed circuit TV, like, it could have been done. Like, the technology existed. So why would you just put a microphone in the room, right? Come on now. If you were going to observe these people. If I was going to observe those people, I'd just be in the room. Or, like, on a like, like on a, like a pedestal over top of them. Um, like, like, they're mice in a cage. But that's just me. Yeah. Well, like... You could you could set up some mirrors, some you know one way mirrors. Put cameras behind them. Put people behind them. Do whatever. Um, mm-hmm. This technology existed back then, so I don't see what the point is of the microphones and the one little window. I think that is the weird part. Like, why aren't there more windows? Like, why is there only one mm-hmm. window? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one exactly. that really goes. <laughs> yeah. So when you think about it just a little bit, the story doesn't make a lot of sense. But, I mean, it's a fun story. Maybe, hypothetically, let's just ride this wave for just a second. What if it was a modified gas chamber from a concentration camp or something like that? Oh, And they only needed the one little window. Yeah, now that is part of the story. It does say it is a modified gas chamber. So, oh, and they were pumping in gas. So, okay. Well... I guess, but I mean, I'd put up, I'd still put up a camera, but whatever, you know. Fair enough. The camera makes absolute sense. Maybe, maybe the Russians just wouldn't think of that sort of thing. You know, there's too, too much technology. We just have Ivan watch them. (laughs) (laughs) I, Ivan sit at the window. He watch experiment. Give him a bottle of vodka. He'll he'll be good. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. know why I win. <laughs> that was a really, really bad Russian accent. Mine wasn't good, but yours was really, really. I've never not said good. I was a good, did a good Russian accent. All of my accents automatically go to Jamaican, and I don't know why. <laughs> like they just all transition to a Jamaican accent. <laughs> I can only hold it for so long. Like, <laughs> can you can you imagine, big Russian dude? Um, he comes up to you and starts speaking in a Jamaican accent. Do you have any vodka, man? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. With like, oh, with like, wow. with like Russian pronouns, like comrade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I have one um, good voice, and uh, he has. <laughs> That's all, that's it. One good voice. That's um, it, man. Much wow. like Brent from Asteria Fifty One, who has speed buggy. I've got Skeletor. <laughs> oh wait, and Alex Jones. <laughs> oh yeah, you do a pretty solid Alex Jones, dude. Yeah. So, so we've discussed our Patreon subscribers. We've discussed the show that we just did. Um, what else do we got today, Dan? Uh, well, we're trying to keep it short and sweet in this freeform episode. Um, and I know everyone's heard enough about the the Rona, right? The coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Um, Rona, 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 <laughs> Rona. I've seen it. Rona. I've seen, okay, now Lee. Um, I've seen some posts out there, Lee. Um, you know, the kids, the kids, they can't all, you know, get together on Tinder like they used to and hook up, right? Oh, so they're okay. call, they're calling it Cockblock 19. Oh. <laughs> hmm. You yeah. know, what's strange to me is all the people that have, uh, like, the mass amount of guns and, like, locking themselves up in uh, bunkers and saying, I could survive 18 months in here if I had to. They're the first ones out protesting that they want to go back to normal life. Yeah, I know. I know. It's wild and crazy. And then, um, you know, this is something that gets me is, um, you know, where guys bring guns to these things all the time now. And I'm like, dude, okay, we get it. You're strapped. Okay. (laughs) Like, it's, I don't know. It might be, if things get, like, wild and crazy, it could be a recipe for a real bad time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't understand the bringing the guns thing either. Um, It's one thing to protest, uh, and I understand wanting to avoid a situation where, you know, you're subject to tyranny and you've got tanks moving down, um, you know, Main Street or something like that. But maybe let it escalate to that point before you bring your guns to defend yourself. Like, you're just assuming that they're going to um, try to shoot you with I, no prior I really evidence. don't know. Yeah, I was I was looking at pictures of some of these protests. And I was like, why? You know, um, I get like, I understand people don't like it. I understand this has had a very serious impact on a lot of people financially. And luckily, um, you know, I know my family, my wife's still working. um I'm a stay at home dad. So like, we're pretty, we're pretty okay. Um, a lot of people aren't nearly as lucky, but to come in and with a gun 
and say, we want you to change your mind about something. It's just, it's a little, it's a little un-American to me. It's like the time where I got nicely threatened with robbery by a customer. Let me tell you a story, Dan. I don't know if I ever told oh, you this one. No, uh-uh. Oh. Hit me. Okay. All right. So guy comes in uh, the store. He wants to buy a TV stand, right? And then he's talking about wanting a 50-inch TV. Well, we don't carry 50-inch TVs, right? And him and, and another guy um, in line are, like, chit-chatting. And he was very pleasant. There was nothing wrong. But I noticed he was carrying a gun on his hip. Doesn't bother me. I'm used to it. I live in Tennessee. It's not weird for that to happen. What is weird is the, yeah, no big the, deal. the direction the conversation went. I say, no, sir, I don't have any um, flat-screen TVs. I can't sell you one because I just don't even have them. Um, and, you know, he's jovial and joking around. And he looks at the guy behind him. He's like, you carrying? And the guy behind him is like, yeah, of course I'm carrying, right? <laughs> and then he says, I bet you what we can get him to get us a flat screen TV. And I was like, Ooh, wow. what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, after that guy left, right. And, and you know, I la- I tried to laugh it off. I, I knew he was kind of joking, but there's just a level where you're like, that may have been a little too far. Um, after that guy left and, and the next, the guy that was behind him, like comes up I was like, I was like, did I just get like, was that just like the nicest attempted robbery I've ever heard of or what? <laughs> the guy pulls out his badge and says, yeah, but I don't think it would have gotten too far. <laughs> like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, and you know what? I'm all, I'm all down for your right to bear arms, man. Uh, we used to go to this barbecue place up in Moscow. Lee, you went there. You know what I'm Ooh, talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, did, yeah. Did you? Did you know back in the day you could get a 10% discount for open carry in there? No. Wish I would have known that. Yeah. I love the place, so I'm totally down with it. I just think uh, as a form of protest, it's a little bit over the top. You know, I want I want to talk about the marketplace of ideas, not about what force you're bringing with that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I agree with that. It's a point where you've got to be very, you're treading a fine line. Bringing a weapon just escalates it farther. We mm-hmm. we always talk about cops being bad, but if you have a weapon yourself, that doesn't necessarily make the situation any better. In fact, it really just gives them a reason. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't want to step too deep into it, but that's just my... Uh, my opinion but anyway we've got we've got some cool stuff coming down the pipe let's talk about some other stuff that we're working on lee um because if the people liked that last roundtable we did which was awesome big thanks to david and chris for coming on we've got another one on the way yes so dan and i virtually sat down with Zinger from Zing This Podcast, and Ryan from Rumor Flies Podcast. And we discussed the history of plagues, kind of the background of plagues, the pop culture links of plagues, and uh, Zinger just kind of like responded with what he knew about pop culture. Yeah, it's actually going to be really cool, I think, um, to think about like what is going to be the lasting impact of this whole situation um and i think it's fun to talk about some of the crazy things that have come out of it 
um, and just kind of think about what's going to stick. Like, uh, we're just going to throw a bunch of ideas at the wall and we're going to see what sticks. Um, and we all sit down to talk about it with references to movies and books and all kinds of stuff. I, I think it's pretty sweet. I think people are going to like it. And um, hopefully, Lord willing, it'll be the last time we ever have to talk about this gunning coronavirus cock block 19. I agree. I hope so, so much. So the last thing we've got to discuss with our listeners is not only are we coming out with that episode, we've got several other fantastic episodes already in the lineup uh, for next month. We've got our Drake equation. We've got our um, skinwalker, not skinwalker, simulation theory part dos. Dos Numero means two. Dos. Yeah, guys. Um, so before I came on the show, Lee and Mike did a couple great episodes early on. Go back to our uh, feed and check them out. Some of them were so good that I wanted to jump in and give my two cents. So I think we're going to revisit a couple topics. Um, we're going to we did simulation theory already. We might do uh, Bigfoot one vampires one. There's all kinds of good stuff there. There was some good episodes back then. I liked it. Um, and there was a running running jet gag that I wish we could bring back somehow, but I just don't have the same cape collection that Mike had. So <laughs> I, I miss his capes. The The show <laughs> hasn't been the same without the capes. But um, And then we've also got a couple things that we're working on um for the summertime i'm working on a deal about campfire stories hopefully we can get that to you local legends from my boyhood lee means a lot to me places where i grew up so we've got some cool stuff coming um and um actually lee there's something happening in the studio right here that the wall is starting to sh- like shimmer, move. What? I don't know. You I don't know, know what? what's happening. Are you know? Maybe it's interdimensional Bigfoot. It could it's shifty it, there. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. It looks like the wall. It's it's green. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Bigfoot. What the hell are you doing here, Bigfoot? I don't know. I was buying some eggs at the Piggly Wiggly. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Damn it. Oh, no. Fuck. I'm double parked. Oh, no. Oh, you you did it again, didn't you? You shifted between dimensions. Oh, no. Why? Why Why does this happen every time? God damn it. Oh, fuck. How am I supposed to get home? All right, all right. Calm down, Shifty. Calm down. All right. What I'm going to need you to do, right behind you, the, wa- the wall is still shimmering, okay? Just turn around and make your way back. I think if you leave quick enough, you can get back home. All right. Okay. Here I go. Hey, wait, wait, one second, Shifty. Shifty, hold on. Did you vote in our Facebook poll? Well, of course I voted. You've got to go vote, people. This is interdimensional. (laughs) Why would you not tell me? 
Why would you not vote for the interdimensional Big Bang? Oh, there he goes. Oh, well, I, I hope he get, makes his way home. You know what? I hope he leaves us a review, too. Um. Anyway, Lee, that was that was nutty. That was weird. Um, as, that was weird as shit. By the way, I didn't know what to do. I just I just sat here like confused and uncomfortable the whole time. You know, well, so check it out. Um, like we're skyping, and mm-hmm. I I was so taken aback. I didn't think to turn the phone so you could see him. Well, what did he look um, like? Well, I mean, he kind of looked like the logo, but he smelled like, I don't, he, he, he smelled like a pine forest. Like, it was actually kind of nice. Um, and his hair, uh, he must use conditioner because it was very shiny, very sleek. Um, I'm, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he yeah. does. So, yeah. you know what? More power to him. Um... But yeah, I mean, he's he was almost as tall as the ceiling. This is this is a tall room. Uh, I mean, he was huge. Uh, to, I record in a walk-in closet. He took up almost the whole space. Oh, that I could tell you were terrified as well as like intrigued. So yeah, well, I mean, when you see something like that, Lee, I got to tell you, it'll shrink your sphincter. <laughs> and with that note, Dan's shrunken sphincter aside. We're going to let you guys go today. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. And Dan, do you have any last words for our listeners? Guys, go vote in our Facebook poll. There's a couple days left. Oh, yeah, there's left. a vote. <laughs> yes. Uh, please leave your comments so you can be entered in for a chance to win our fourth hand media swag bag. Keep checking out our social media. And keep listening for more tales from out there beyond terrestrial. Thank you for listening to Beyond Terrestrial Podcast. You can check us out on Apple Pod, Google Play, and other major podcast platforms. And if you want to keep up with the show goings on, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Beyond T Pod. That's Beyond the Letter T Pod. And as always, you can get all of that information as well as show notes and episodes as they come out on BeyondTerrestrial.com. That's right, we got the dot com. And if you want to help out the show, Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or a like and a review wherever you listen to Beyond Terrestrial. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.